0: report on al Muslim with Molana Ibrahim Musa mara salam alaikum wa wa barakatuh wa alaikum assalam, wa wa barakatuh so Israeli settlers go on a violent rampage in Palestinian town yes this happened just last night and absolutely harrowing, very disturbing development hundreds of settlers escorted by Israeli soldiers Uh, went into the Palestinian town of Huara, which is very close to Nablus. Uh, They said they were doing this to avenge uh, the death of uh, two settlers who were killed uh, earlier in the day by Palestinian resistance, and they went in uh, burning cars and homes, throwing stones and attacking people and, and property. Uh, there were many, many cars that were burnt. Uh, ambulances and fire trucks who went there to respond to this Israeli violence were also attacked with stones. Uh, there were many Palestinians were stabbed or hit by metal rods. And uh, what the most disturbing part about what happened last night is, uh, you know, sometimes a differentiation is tried, uh, is attempted to be made between soldiers and settlers, but uh, people describe this as an organised effort between the soldiers and the settlers, where the soldiers escorted this mob of violent settlers and uh, simultaneously shot at palestinians who tried to defend their homes and properties uh, from from the settlers uh, at the end of the evening uh, there were more than 100 Palestinian-owned uh, vehicles uh, that were burnt, 35 Palestinian homes that had been burned down, and 300-plus uh, Palestinians who have been injured. Uh, one Palestinian uh, sheikh who just recently returned from uh, Turkey, where he was assisting in aid efforts, he was killed, and his uh, death most violently captured uh, on camera. Uh, This comes on the back of uh, an Israeli settler leader who had tweeted that we need to wipe out Hawara, uh, which is kind of language uh, that fits the description of the new government, which has been described as the new Nakba government. And that particular tweet was liked by Bezalel Smotrich, Uh, the minister in the Israeli government. And it's no coincidence that just earlier in the week we had uh, the Israeli government transferring large sections of the administration of the West Bank to Smotrich himself, uh, which uh, is effectively seen as a move of annexation. So under this deal, uh, which was inked and which was part of the coalition agreements prior to the Israeli elections, uh, Smotrich now has broad authority over civilian issues in the West Bank, using uh, control of settler outposts, settlement planning and construction, and appointing uh, authorities to, uh, uh, or appointing officials in the West Bank, uh, which, again, uh, points to the fact that this has now moved from Israeli military governance to a civilian political administration, Effective, effectively, uh, we could call that annexation, And uh, on the back of this, uh, the fact that after this, these powers have been uh, transferred to him, you have such a violent rampage in the West Bank. Uh, Many observers are saying that this is the Israeli government deliberately seeking a violent escalation uh, to provide it with a pretext to implement its full-scale annexation and further consolidate its apartheid rule in the West Bank. Now, tell us about a disturbing series of developments in the past week. So, we've got what I've just described uh, in terms of uh, what's happening in the West Bank and the Israeli government deliberately seeking to, to provoke uh, developments there. Uh, then earlier last week, we had uh, this deadly Israeli raid on Nablus, just next to Hoara, which was now attacked. Uh, 11 Palestinians killed there, and uh, this uh, sometimes does not get as much attention as if there is a war in Gaza. This year alone, uh, more than 65 Palestinians have been killed in the West Bank. That is at the rate of more than one Palestinian a day. Uh, very disturbing there. Uh, This uh, development prompted a a strong statement from the resistance in Gaza, uh, where the spokesperson Abu Obeda saying that the resistance is monitoring the Israeli uh, occupation's repeated crimes in the West Bank and the patience of the Palestinian people and resistance is wearing thin. Uh, earlier in the week, then, also, we had uh, uh, United States forting a Security Council vote, uh, which was going to condemn Israeli settlements in the West Bank. And uh, instead of that, uh, the U.S. reached out to the UAE and the Palestinian Authority had drafted this resolution and they reached a deal with them to shelve this resolution uh, in, in favor of a non-binding statement. So the Security Council did issue a statement saying it expressed deep concern over the Israeli announcement but it uh, was not binding and it avoided any mention of the occupation or Palestinian rights. But I think what uh, was most shameful about this is how the PA, which drafted this resolution in the first place, immediately backtracked and obeyed U.S. instructions to withdraw the resolution in favor of certain guarantees uh, that were offered from the Israeli side. And then uh, making this all the more apparent there were reports that uh, Palestinian leader Mahmoud Abbas and Israeli Prime Minister Benjamin Netanyahu have been maintaining a high-level secret back-channel uh, for several months. And uh, even before Netanyahu came to office, according to these reports, uh, Abbas reached out to Netanyahu's office through the Biden administration, saying that uh, when he comes to office, despite this being the most right-wing government in the Israeli history, the Palestinian Authority is willing to work with the new prime minister. And this is extremely shocking because uh, Palestinians are growing increasingly frustrated with the occupation and seeing armed resistance favorably. Uh, and in the wake of this, the Palestinian authorities is going in the absolute other direction, uh, seeking to win favor with Israel and maintain its perks of the united states uh, of america and uh, this now uh, feeds itself into uh, a summit that was held over the weekend where israeli and palestinian officials met in jordan alongside jordanian officials and egyptian officials and they said that they are willing to prevent the escalating violence in the West Bank, uh, and uh, the, this, uh, the, the plan that is proposed here is that the Palestinian Authority is going to once again try to, instead of the Israelis sending the troops into the West Bank, uh, the Palestinian Authority is trying to deal with this resistance on behalf of Israel, and 12,000 Palestinian security forces. Are now going to be trained in Jordan uh, by the Egyptians and the Jordanians uh, to be able to quash this resistance. So, in the wake of very blatant Israeli cl- crimes, we're finding betrayal of the Palestinian cause from the inside. Uh, no more, uh, no more blatant. It can get than this. And then, Palestinian medics shock on discovery that uh, a deceased patient he was attending to was actually his father. Uh, this comes from what had occurred in, in Nablus, which I referenced earlier, this Israeli raid that killed 11 Palestinians. And uh, when this raid had occurred, uh, it happened at 10 a.m. in the morning uh, at a peak time at the uh, old city of Nablus uh, market. And uh, what, what's most shocking here is the way the Israelis did it. They came in uh, disguised, some as ulama, some as, uh, in women's clothing, in full abayas. Uh, they entered the market carrying musallas, uh, so, you know, it uh, appeared that they were a kind of religious uh, delegation and uh, they, they went into the masjid in Nablus, and from there they uh, changed their disguise, and uh, inside these musallas were weapons that they were carrying, and uh, thereafter they went on the killing spree uh, in the Nablus market as well as uh, a house in the area. Uh, now, one of the people who were in the Nablus market at that time was, uh, uh, a man by the name of Ab, uh, Abdul Hadi Al Ashkar, and when the Israeli stormed, he sustained a shrapnel wound to the heart and was immediately rushed over to the An Najah you know, uh, uh, rather uh, hospital in in Nablus, and uh, the, the medics at that time uh, sensing the emergency just went immediately to the chase and uh, tried to attend to the patient, uh, not really focusing on who he was. Uh, But after all the efforts had failed, it was announced that he he had passed away. uh, And one of the medics, uh, whose name was Ilyas Al-Ashkar, at that moment, uh, then looked at the face of the man he was treating and yelled, uh, kind of shrieked at the top of his lungs, this is my father. And uh, one of the other medics uh, tried to come down saying, Is this really your father? And we showed him an ID card of the patient that he was treating. And Ilyas said, Yes, this is indeed my father. And uh, the medics reported that there was just this terrible and eerie silence. Uh, that fell on the emergency room, and uh, till now they're kind of dealing with the trauma, and one of the medics saying, we're still trying to wake up from this nightmare. Uh, so absolutely harrowing the fact that he had, uh, you know, tried to save this person's life, not knowing who he was, and uh, moments later to, to the shock and horror that he was actually treating his own father. Shocking indeed. Muhajiz, akmullah for your time and for the update. Always appreciate Feek, wa alaikum wa wa alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh that was this week's Palestine Report